Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. There's nothing worse than being left with a mystery, right? And that's exactly what I did when I got let go from Channel 933. Five days before I was off the air, I said, I've got this big secret and I'm really excited about it. And if it works out, it's going to be so cool for us and et cetera, et cetera. Then I get fired and you're like, what is it? Well, today I finally exposed that here in about, uh, about 15 minutes on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Welcome to it. My name is Steve Kramer and we always start the show off talking to my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I feel like my dad might be the ultimate Karen, and you probably don't understand that term. I don't. Let me look up the, I'm going to type in Karen definition. And um, how do you spell that? Yeah, Karen, K-A-R-E-N, as in the name. Oh, okay. Um, Karen is a mocking slang term for an entitled obnoxious middle-aged white woman. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Whenever they're, I'm I'm trying to, let's see, uh, especially as featured in memes, Karen is generally stereotyped as having a blonde bob haircut and asking to speak to retail and restaurant managers to voice complaints or make demands (laughs) and being a nagging, often divorced mother of Generation X. Um, (laughs) Now, obviously my my dad is, is male, but he is the king of, if there is a complaint to be made, he is going to make sure that it is made. And now because of it, you guys have ended up with five loaves of bread. Is that what happened? <laughs> That's right. Maybe we could call him Carl. Yeah. Or, or yeah, Carl with it. Maybe it's <laughs> Carl with a K. <laughs> so what, what happened? You know, I have problems with Kroger's click list. <laughs> I feel like we should get Kroger to sponsor this podcast as much as we talk about it. <laughs> We you really know? should, except that it's usually bad Probably stuff. Probably negative. They may yeah. not like that. So one of the things that we really enjoy is La Brea sourdough bread. And we know that they bake it in the bakery and they can slice it in the bakery. But for the last two times we've gotten it, it has not been sliced, even though I would specify sliced, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> And can you cut it when you get home? It's very hard. It's very challenging to cut it. I have a bread knife, (laughs) but it's really, (laughs) it's hard. And we can't get it quite as thin as they do in the machine. So it's just one of those old people fuddy-duddy things, I guess. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I go this week to pick it up. And first of all, I call the bakery beforehand because this was so important to us. And told them that I had ordered three loaves of La Brea sourdough on the click list. And I wanted to be sure it was sliced. Could they hold that order for me? And she was like, sure. Okay, great. She put my name on it. I called click list and I said, okay, I want you to know I have three loaves of sourdough sliced bread in the bakery with my name on it. So I go there, I pick up my groceries and I come home. I had two loaves of unsliced sourdough. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, inconvenient, but I think a a lot of people would just say, hey, it's okay. Like, let's just slice it. And next time we can probably just get it right, you know? Jim says, well, you call that bakery and you tell them you didn't get the right bread. 
It's Saturday afternoon at two o'clock. I said, honey, they are busy. I'll call them next week and we'll talk about it. So he doesn't say a word. He goes into the bedroom. And the next thing I know, I hear him talking about sourdough bread. I'm like, oh my gosh. And he comes out. I'm like, I'm not even going in there. He comes out and he says, they have three loaves of sourdough bread sliced with your name on it in the bakery. (laughs) Did you go back just for that? So I called ClickList and I told them that. And she was like, oh, I apologize. You know, I, we don't, we just go pick up whatever's in the bin and we don't, we don't do special (laughs) orders. And she said, but if you'd like me to, I'll go over and pick it up and you can come and get it. And I said, okay, great. But how do I pay for that? Because it's all online, right? She says, oh no, you don't have to pay. I'll pick it up and bring it to your car. (laughs) So I get there. I went back. Oh Yeah. I yeah. went back. So now we have two unsliced loaves and three <laughs> sliced loaves of sourdough bread. Y'all we'll better, be y'all better be eating, yeah, carb <laughs> carb overload over here. <laughs> I don't know what you can do with all that bread. You might have to give some to the neighbors or something. What the hell? Are you I mean, bread only lasts what a couple of days. Oh no, we put it in the freezer. Stockpile. Well. <laughs> Dad wins again, I guess. Uh-huh. Old white man wins again. Uh-huh. The, <laughs> yep. So <laughs> let see, me speak to your manager battle. Right. See, if, if we had done what I chose to do, which was to call during the week when they weren't busy, that bread would have been gone. <laughs> yeah. Right. Truly. So, he was quite proud of himself. I spent the uh, the night last night looking through all of the surveys. You know, we put out a survey for the show because I said after a month, we have to start making some decisions. Like, we need to kind of narrow this thing down. And are we going to do uh, three days a week? Are we going to do five days a week? Are we going to do one day a week? And I wasn't quite sure, like, how often you guys were, like, listening, how often you were, like, digesting this podcast. Well, so I sit down last night and open up the survey. And by the way, I think I told this story, but I had to pay $100 <laughs> to get the results of the survey. And I'm like, <sighs> was it worth it? I mean, it's cool. We had over 800 people do it, so that's really awesome. Mm. Like, that's, that's that's great that you guys want to like it take part and really build this thing. Worth it. That's fabulous. Thank you. So, um, we I open it up, and there, I mean, it's kind of all over the place on on where this needs to go. And what's the really the really inconvenient part of the results was that I would say it was like a little less than 40 percent wanted it to be every day and then like a little bit more than 40% wanted it to be three times a week. So I'm like, Oh, that doesn't really <laughs> then like 20% is like a couple times a week or mm. once a week. And then I don't know. Um, I, so it doesn't really leave us with much new information on the way we should like take this show, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think for now we're just going to keep it every day um, and just kind of feel it out um, because even reading through more, they're like, well, some of this, you know, some of the stuff you talk about is fluff. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's fluff because I got to do 30 minutes a day. Um, <laughs> right. But if you want an everyday podcast, I think my, my fear is that I want this to become like a uh, habitual thing that you do. Like when you wake up in the morning and when you're driving into work, you listen to the podcast. And if I only do it three days a week, this won't be a, you know, a, a podcast you can listen to daily. So then what do you do Tuesday and Thursday? And then just your Tuesday and Thursday activity become your Monday, Wednesday, Friday activity. And so, uh, um, one thing that was for sure though, is, is mom's movie review was the lowest rated thing that we did. So my mm-hmm. instinct was correct. That one probably needed to go. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> the highest rated thing though, that was on there was, uh, ask my mom. 
people really like that. Wow. And so that's a segment that we've been doing on Tuesdays. And it's basically when you guys uh, write in, usually it's been either emails or DMs and you ask questions and my mom and I kind of just go at them. And the, I think I was, I forget what percentage people love that one. So what we're going to do is starting tomorrow is we'll do an ask my mom on Tuesday and Thursday so that you'll get like uh, both, both days you'll get like double that content. So that will be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's any other immediate changes that we need to make to the show. I mean, some things that were on there was, it's funny because like, as you're reading through it, it's like all over the place. Like the first comment be like, there's too much cussing. And the next one's like, I wish you'd be more wild and cuss more. And then like the next <laughs> one would be like, there's too much cussing. And so those kind of things you have to kind of just weigh out, right? Like it's right. Like, this one is going to be that one. I can't please um, all the people all the time. No, I know. And, and really, truly, when you look at like who's listening to the podcast, it's all over the place. Hmm. it's like, you know, it's your friends. It's like 20 year olds. It's, you know, people in Georgia, it's people in California, there's people in Texas, a couple of Texas people were taking the survey. I mean, it was just like, it's just all over the place. So I think the immediate changes that we're going to make right now, ask my mom two days a week and we're going to cut out mom's movie review. And I'm going to take out the intro to the show. The, um, like, hey, here's what this podcast is about. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, because that would be like, we know what this is about. So I'm going to take that out as well. And I think that's it. There were a couple of people that said, you should add some music. And I was like, that's a radio show. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. what you're looking for. That's <laughs> probably more of a radio-based show than, than a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you like about it? What do you, what do you, what's your feedback on the podcast? Oh, I like talking to you every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I did not like the movie review. Yeah. Um, because it, you know, it takes some time. And if I didn't like the movie and I wanted to turn it off and after 15 minutes, I couldn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I'm really glad. I'm really glad that people agree with me on that. I struggled with that. I didn't like it. So that was good. Um, on, I'm surprised that so many people like Ask Your Mom. Ah. But yeah. um, well, you, I you guess must, you must give good motherly advice. I so we guess. may still take the podcast for three days a week. Um, honestly, I paid for a month of Survey Monkey, so we may do another one. Um, Get your hundred dollar investment. Yeah, we, we might <laughs> we might do a might do another one at the end of the week and really get my money or in the month <laughs> get another you know hundred. Like mm-hmm. survey out of the hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is, that's what I got for now. So thank you for everybody that took it. And we'll, we'll have that gift card for target. I didn't pick a winner yet, but I'll do it uh, tomorrow. Okay. Um, okay. So I know it's not mom's movie review, but you were, we're just watching a movie that I think had a really good message to it. What were you watching? Oh, uh, Jim and I were watching a 2017 movie called wonder. Yeah. Um, and it's with, um, Julia Roberts and Owen Wilson and, and Owen Wilson and, Jacob Tremblay, and um, this little boy, Augie, has a syndrome called, uh, I think it's Treacher Collins Syndrome, and it's a craniofacial disorder, and it's very rare. So he really struggles. He's homeschooled until fifth grade, and then they put him into a private school. I guess it's middle school. Um, And it's just the struggles that he has with his deformities and being different from all the other kids and how they make fun of him. And then there's, 
you know, one or two compassionate children that really come to know him and see him for who he is. It was just a reminder of how challenging, particularly middle school and high school are. I mean, I think middle school is the worst. I mean, I know it, it was hard for me. It was hard for all of you. That sixth, seventh, and eighth grade is such a challenge because- And I wonder why that is. Well, I think kids are trying to figure out who they are. Mm-hmm. No, who who am I, and who do I want to be? And they're wearing all these masks, right? Right. Uh, of and he and and Augie was wearing a space helmet to hide his face. Um, but it's it's like you're wearing a mask of who you think you are supposed to be in the world, right? And you don't have a clue really who that is. You're trying to figure it out. It's just a time of incredible discovery, but it can be so mean and so cruel. Um, Yeah. Middle school and high school were really hard on me. I think because I was fatter. And so that made me kind of an instant target for, you know, for life. Um, And it kind of, it got a little bit better in high school, I guess. There's still, I I think when it was sad because when I was fatter, uh, I was made fun of when I lost weight, I started losing weight like my sophomore year maybe i i wish i knew why kids were so mean mm-hmm. in that age period mm-hmm. to other kids i don't know if it's to make i mean obviously it's to make themselves feel better but i don't even know why there's such that need like maybe it's a hierarchy thing you know to be the best to be the strongest to be you know some natural ranking order that we do in society i don't know mm-hmm. yeah it's a it's a hard time and everybody wants to be the jock and the star cheerleader right yeah. And if in your mind you're anything less than that, then what good are you? Right. Um, yeah, it's super tough. Well, what was the moral of the story? Oh, well, you know, what I liked about it was that at the end, they accepted him, including all of his family. I mean, there were a lot of family dynamics going on, but the kids saw him for who he truly was. Not his outside appearance, but his heart and and who he he truly is, his essence, right? That's yeah. who we truly are, is the essence of our soul. Um, and they were able to see that in him. And he, you know, he won an award, at, you know, at the end, and it was just fantastic. And one of the lines I liked from the movie was when he first went to school there and in his home room. His teacher, who was absolutely marvelous, had a precept for the day. And uh, the first one they had was, when you have to choose between being right or being kind, choose kind. And and what mm. a great life lesson that is, not just for right. middle schoolers who are so, who can be so mean and cruel to others, but for all of us. I think we yeah. have to just be kind, and and especially now when we're all so stressed and there's so much going on and life is so chaotic um, in this time, and we can just take time to remember to be kind and all we say and do. I think that'll make a huge difference in not only how we feel about ourselves, but how others feel right. as well. So just... Yeah, I wish I, I wish we could. I don't know why that's such a, a challenging thing. When you think about what what makes people happy, 
you know, just by being, being nice and doing things for others and, you know, putting your, others before yourself. But why do we always do the opposite? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like we're so trained mm-hmm. to look out for number one and to only, you know, do things that make you happy and make you comfortable. And, and I don't, I don't know why that is. It's our culture. That's what, that's yeah. what we're programmed to believe, that we have to be highly successful and be at the top of our game. Otherwise, we're insignificant and nothing. Right. You know, that's, that's well, the beauty of getting to know who you truly are. Well, hopefully when Dad had the choice of having five loaves of bread and being kind, <laughs> he chose both. <laughs> I feel so bad for the person in that bakery that received that phone call. I don't know. You'll have to ask him. He couldn't have been too unkind because I couldn't hear him yelling. That's good then. So. I, I feel like I I feel so bad for people that have to deal with the public. When I was, you know, out of radio for a little while, I did social media for a credit union when I back when I lived in Tampa. And it, it wasn't, it was like, you know, 20 year olds were fine, 30 year olds were fine. Cause I would see all the messages that came in, right? Right. Uh comments. Yeah, 40 year olds fine, 50 year olds fine. But the second they hit 60, it was just <laughs> Lord. And you know that poor bakery person's going home today like, you won't believe this old man that called in was pissed because his bread wasn't cut. <laughs> I know. And and those those kids are so sweet. I mean, I know. always, you know, they're out there. They're on the front lines, too. It's true. They're bringing my groceries to my car it's and true. they're gathering it all so that I don't have to go into the grocery store. And now you've got some sliced bread, so that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) We have lots of bread, and hopefully no one's feelings were hurt. That's right. I hope not. All right. Well, I love you. Love you forever. Okay. I am... uh I am sweating today. I'm sitting in my studio, and by studio, that sounds really fancy for a guest bedroom. Um, but I am, uh, it's been hot in San Diego this weekend. It's like I'm too cheap to turn the air on, but I'm also too lazy <laughs> to get up and turn the fan on. So we're going to sweat this one out today. And honestly, when I recorded that call earlier with my mom, I was dead ass tired. I don't know what it is about Monday. This is like my Monday, but I'm like, um, Let's get back to the survey really quick because I do appreciate you taking it and I, I'm going to struggle with if we're going to do this thing every day or not. I didn't really leave with any clarity of like, should we keep doing this? Because a lot of you guys were like, make them longer, make them shorter. I wish there were more days a week. I wish there were fewer days a week. And there weren't enough on either side. I mean, even after 800 and some odd surveys, there wasn't like enough on either side to make me feel like I should switch it one way or another. So we'll keep going with it um, and we'll just kind of figure it out from there. But thank you for everyone that did take it. Um, I'm trying to think there's anything else. You obviously don't like it when I talk about my divorce that much. That was a lot of things that was mentioned in there. Like, don't talk about your divorce so much. Okay, fine. We won't talk about that as much. Um, Is there anything else that I really felt like was like a big takeaway? I still need to go back through it. It's a lot to read through. So Uh, I do want to catch up with a couple of people, though, that have been big supporters of the show. And that's our ambassadors. In case you don't know, we have an ambassador program on the show, which is basically if you are the first person to call in from your area, then you are the ambassador for your spot. And we're taking states, we're taking countries, I'll take provinces, territories, it doesn't matter. But what's really fun is for us to be able to find out like where all is this podcast heard, right? 
and we know we got people in California. We got people in uh, Washington State. We have people in Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, and to oh wait, well I didn't forget our international ones. Our, our friend uh, Liza in Netherlands. I don't know if you're still listening, Liza, but hopefully, hi. She was one of our first ones we did. Uh, we have Elizabeth from Japan, and we have Jessica from Mexico. And today we add two more ambassadors. Hi, Kramer. It's Stephanie calling from Las Vegas, Nevada. I just wanted to let you know that I really love your podcast. I found you through uh, Callie and Jeff, and I just find you really real and really likable, and I want your mom to be my mom. Anyway, love the show. I listen every day and keep it up. Rooting for you. Bye. Hey, Kramer. My name is Harold, and I'm calling from uh, West Plains, Missouri, a little little city in the middle of nowhere uh, in Midwest United States. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that you're doing great things. Uh, keep up the great work and uh, have a great day. I want to know how in the world you found me all the way out there in the middle of nowhere. Um, some of these places make sense, but I don't like, how did you let me know, man? Eight, five, uh, what's, what's our number? Eight, 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 Kramer eight. And then like, where are you listening from? Like where, where'd you, how did you find this podcast? Where are you listening from? Here's what I'm kind of upset about is when I log in the back end of the podcast, which sounds super boring, I know. Um, we have people listening in Canada. We have people listening in Japan, which we know. We have people in Greece. Greece is our fifth most listened to country. Austria and the Netherlands and Spain and Germany and the UK and uh, Afghanistan. I think that's my buddy Dan, though, over in Afghanistan. Um, Australia, Ireland, like You guys are listening, but where and how and why? We want you as ambassadors, so make sure you call 888-Kramer8. And when we come back, we'll do Monday Cheese May. And the story that I I told you right before I got fired from Channel 933, it was five days before, that it was going to be really big news. And I wasn't lying. I really wasn't. So you've waited long enough to hear it. Monday Cheese May next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Okay, let's get into Monday Cheese May, shall we? In case you don't know what Cheese May means, uh, it literally translates from uh, uh, Spanish to English as gossip. And when I was here on the radio in San Diego, we made up because I, I love like the gossip. I'm, I'm like the person in the group that has to know everything. Like, what's going on? Oh, my God, tell me. And so we made a segment up called Kramer's Cheese May that we did every single Friday on the show. And now I'm bringing it over the podcast, telling you stories that I really wasn't able to tell you before. Man, this is going to be such big news, and I was really excited to do it, and I, well, it kind of fell through anyway, but uh, I told you right before I got off the air that I had this really big secret that I was keeping because it was in the works, but if it was, if it was going to work out, it was going to be big for us as a radio program. I actually want to take you back to that day uh, and play exactly what went over the radio because I know a lot of you guys maybe missed it or you don't know me from the radio show. So here is, uh, it was January the 10th, five days before I got let go. And I dropped this bomb on you. I have such a big secret to share with you guys. And it's not 100% yet. Only the only people that know about this right now in the world are phone screener Jess and my mom. And that's it. That's the only people. If I can share this big secret with you guys, if it actually does play out, I would say it would happen in the next two weeks on the show. So that's really exciting. But on the Uncensored podcast this week, I had the show like go around the room and they were able to ask clues and try to get an idea of what this big secret could be. If you've never listened to our Uncensored podcast, check out uh, this week's. Here you go. That's right, everybody. It's time to play a brand new game called Guess Kramer's Secret. <laughs> <laughs> 
you can give one context clue, Jess. Okay. Uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with producer Chris. Okay. Um, does it have to do with another human being coming into this life or in this world? Nice. Specifically, a baby. Wait, another human being coming into into like his life oh, or like I, I know in what life? It is. What? Coming coming into life into this world. Yeah. I, I, I got it. I got it. Like a new human being. I, I, by the way, I can't say if you're right or wrong, but I can only say if you're wrong. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Wait, I can't because yeah? I just can't. It'd be disrespectful to the other person. Um, Wait, what? Producer Chris, your guess on on what my big big news is? My guess is that you're gonna have a kid. Okay. No, it's not Kramer. Mm-mm, that's uh, what I'm saying. I, I got I got a guess. I got yeah. a guess, Mr. Kramer. Wait, what's your question? Uh, what's your question? I don't even want to. Or go ahead and guess. Th- that's why I think. Okay. One of the one of the one of the dirty girls that Kramer's messing with, she's pregnant. <laughs> Who's the dirty girl that I'm messing with? <laughs> yeah, you don't know like dirty girls. But dirty girls. She got pregnant. The question is Who's the dad? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And so the paternity test, that's what's taking so while. Okay. All right. No, and I can't give you answers yet. Yikes. I can't give you answers. Wait, but what's your question to Jess? She gets, he gets yeah, you no, no, he already guessed. He guessed he without, without... guess. No, he no, that, was, that was just a, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, my, you my question. Does it have anything to do, to do with a paternity test? No. Okay. You already guessed. Sorry. G. Does it have to do with Kramer or is it like it not even has to do with him? No, it Yes. It does have to do with him? Yes. Wait, that was it. Can I ask another question? That's lame. No, that was it. Um, just take a guess. No, she was thinking out loud. She didn't ask a question. <laughs> she, she was showing her work. Yeah, yeah I, I, that wasn't my final question. She just answered. I was I was asking for yeah. consultants from Chris. No, nope, that's it. Just make your guess. Because I can't tell you yes or no. Anyway. I just I can't right now. But I'm just saying there's big news coming. Like, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I honestly like feel my feel my palms, Jess. Like feel this one right here. It's so sweaty. Ew, I'm you're nervous. clammy. I'm you're really nervous. A baby. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. You so, should be. Uh, Jess, your 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 reaction to the news though that I just told you outside. Jess is the only person on the planet. Well, one of my mom knows. Only people on the planet that know. I just cannot believe you. I'm just so upset. I'm just so upset. Upset and, and, and annoyed. Why are, and why are you why are you upset and annoyed? Because <laughs> I just can't believe that you would go this far. Go this far. Uh, he did something petty. Yeah, he did you're something gonna, petty. Oh, you're gonna propose someone. Okay. Propose. No, he's not gonna propose. Right, he's gonna. Okay. Propose. He's gonna like proposal somebody to be his girlfriend. That's all I can say. No, he's skipping the girlfriend. Jess, are you excited or not excited at all? For, I, the, for, the, sh- for the show. I, I Oh, for the show, I'm over the moon. <laughs> you guys are going to freak out, but I'm just, I'm terrified for what this is going to do yeah. to the city. <laughs> to the city? Yeah, okay. So, you know, the plan was, I mean, I felt like at that point, this was actually going to work out. It was going to be a real thing. And we were going to be able to laugh and have a good time with it. But then I got pulled from the radio and, and I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it had anything to do with why I didn't go down, but here is the, the story, everybody. On the 1st of January, which was 10 days before I brought this to the air, I was contacted by people that were putting on this production called The Bachelor Live on Stage, which is basically this city tour, which is going all around the country and put on these mini productions of The Bachelor on stage. Like it wasn't for the TV or anything. And I was asked if I wanted to be The Bachelor, which would have been so freaking cool. Uh, more than anything, I think it would have been really crazy like to be able to talk about on the air right like oh my god Kramer's the bachelor and now we're gonna kind of follow this journey i was really nervous because i was already planning with nine round the gym i go to i I gotta get like super hot uh before i do this and i didn't take it as like a 
if you don't know anything about me, my, my self-esteem is not the highest. So I didn't take it like super serious. I just thought it would be fun. I thought it'd be good publicity for them. And I think thought it'd be good publicity for us uh, since The Bachelor was just coming back on TV right around, yeah, right around the same time that I was going to be The Bachelor of San Diego. Well, um, so we were kind of talking back and forth with it. And she, I, the woman I was talking to messaged me randomly one day and she's like, are you married and I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm divorced. And I think the second they found out I was divorced, I wasn't as attractive to them anymore. So they literally ghosted me. And that was like, so it was like everything fell apart. Like it went from, I was supposed to do this photo shoot with the Point Loma Lifestyles magazine. And then I was supposed to, I thought I was going to do the Bachelor Live thing. And then I thought I was going to, uh, of course, have a job. All those things all kind of fell apart at once. I backed out of the magazine shoot because I just didn't feel good at the time. I didn't know where I was going to go. and I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, so I was bummed, man. Like I was really, really bummed. But I'll tell you the craziest story about that is, I was really kind of scared that it was going to mess up my dating life because I told you that like I didn't really know January or 2020 was going to be my year that I got my SHIT together when it came to relationships. When I got, Oh, you guys hate when I talk about divorced before I was single. Um, or when I became single, is that, is that the right way to put it? When I got single, when I got single, when I got single, I can't say when I got divorced anymore. A lot of negative surveys about that. Um, when I became single, okay, all right. When I became single, I was really just kind of taking things very loosely because I didn't want to get hurt, I guess. And I kind of, I mean, honestly, it was kind of an ego thing for me too. When you're in a marriage for 11 years and the last four, three or four years were not great. It was just kind of fun. Right. But I told myself that after six, seven months of that, I was really going to like start to settle down. Well, then like right after that is when this bachelor live production pops up. And so I have to like tell, um, a couple of girls, I'm like, Hey, like, I told you I was going to start like getting my life together and figuring this out, but now I'm going to go be the bachelor live on stage. <laughs> so I hope that's not a huge issue. And honestly, like it didn't, it didn't really deter anybody, which really kind of freaked me out too. Like I thought maybe that'd be a way, way to like narrow them down. Like who's going to be the one that really sticks through me being the bachelor. And I don't know. I did. I, did I really plan on finding love on the bachelor stage. No, but the day came around when the, the stage show came to San Diego and the guy they picked name was Jake T and I can't say that I didn't sit back and wasn't a little bit jealous of Jake T as he got to be the bachelor he was like probably 10 years younger than me because I'm old y'all I'm old 36 like it's it was really pushing the upper limits anyway did I compare myself to Jake T I did did I stalk down his Instagram I did did I sit at home that night and feel like crap about it I did but anyway so the big secret that I was keeping from you was that I was a one of the final contenders to be the bachelor of San Diego. And now look at me. <laughs> All right. Here at the end of every show, I give you the good news from the coronavirus and I give you something to make you laugh. And then I send you on your way for the day. Um, we'll start with, I, personally love animals in case you don't know that. So all these stories of these animals that have like been able to, uh, mate for the first time or they are coming back after they've been in danger really make me happy and now we've got a new one sea turtles are like popping right now for lack of better terms 
Thailand, of course, shut down like, like everybody else. But the endangered sea turtles over in Thailand for the first time in five years are coming out to nest. The largest of all the turtles, the leatherbacks, have made 11 nests on the Thai beach this spring, more than any other time in the last two decades, because we're not out there, you know, being distracting. And now, flipping over to Florida, the number of leatherback sea turtles there that have nested are skyrocketed compared to last year. Juno Beach, which is over like in West Palm area, uh, this is the most densely nested sea turtle beach in the world with an estimated 21,000 nests last year from various species. Only two weeks into the summer nesting season of 2020, staff at the Loggerhead Marine Life Center have found and marked 76 nesting sites for the leatherbacks, which is a significant increase over last year's count. So that's cool. And I'll give a story that's closer to home, too. There is a guy named Tanner Howe who lives up in Huntington Beach, which is not too far from San Diego. Uh, he and his family were like just sitting around bored, and they were like, well, let's, let's like do something. So they wanted to put together a surprise show to go put on for his grandparents because Hunter is a singer-songwriter. So what they did was they put together a, a, like a song list, right? And then they decorated the truck, and then they just went out and started singing. It's supposed to be just the grandparents in Long Beach, but then after that, they decided, like, why not just stop and play for their neighbors and for their friends and just anybody that can brighten their day. That video, by the way, is in the show notes for you. Let me leave you with it made me laugh for today. And I don't want to get too political on here, but I mean, you can't ignore the whole drinking disinfectant thing that was said last week. And out of all the people that spoofed it best, I'm pretty sure it was this guy because this song, I saw this this morning. It's now what, uh, 6 04 p.m. I am still, it's like still in my head. Had a spoonful of Clorox makes your temperature go down. Your temperature go down, temperature go down. Just a spoonful of Clorox makes your temperature go down. It's the latest COVID craze. That's some pledge on your pancakes makes coronavirus pass. Coronavirus pass. If it gives you gas, try some bleach in your beer and shove a flashlight up your ass. Heal yourself with UV rays. That video is in the show notes, and that's it for today. Uh, thank you again for everyone that took the survey. I'm reading them, I promise you, and, and really trying to break this show down into more of like what you want. Some of you want it to be tamer. Some of you want it to be crazier. I'm going to try to give you a little bit of both. Some of you say it's all over the place, and you would be correct. Um, tomorrow we get into Ask My Mom. It's a segment where you are able to ask mom questions. So if you've got like a something you've really been torn on or you need some advice on, you can always email me, thatguykramer at gmail.com, or you can send me a DM. I am that guy Kramer. And I love you. And I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can call or text the show anytime, 888-Kramer8. That's Kramer with a K. Hey, Kramer. Um, this is Martha from Chula Vista. I've been listening to you since you were on 933. I just caught up with your podcast. And honestly, I don't know what it is about you. It just feels familiar, like you're just like another friend. And I love listening to my friends and give advice whenever I can. And some advice I would give to you, which your mom has kind of said, but just so you hear it from someone other than your mom, 
is that everybody has ups and downs. You're literally not alone in feeling that. The fact that you talk about it is good because you, you'll realize that other people have been in your same situation and they may even offer advice or guidance. So keep being open about it. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, you have my Latina vote, so. Hi, Kramer. It's Sierra from Oklahoma. So I just listened to your episode with your dad. I love him when he's on. He's so funny. And I would like to hear more with your dad. Um, maybe your dad stories about him. I just laugh all the time with your show. So I love, love, love it. And can't wait to hear more. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.